the impact would firstly mean that we would have to prioritize matters that we handle. For example, if, if a woman would come to say, I have been evicted and perhaps myself, I have been wrongfully arrested, you have to now prioritize who do we take, all right, because of the budget cut. What it also means is that uh, our staff numbers would have been reduced. And what that means is in terms of obviously on the service delivery that we offer to people. So without staff, you can't issue, I mean, you can't be representing everybody at all the courts, as it were. So that is the impact really going forward. And if the budget cuts continue at 5% per year for the next three years, that's how many how much we will lose, as you mentioned, 503 million. And they will have to obviously go into staff consideration of retrition of about 10% of our total staff. And that impacts directly on the services that you have to give out to people out there. And, and what is the impact on the courts, on the efficiency of the courts itself? What it means initially is that about over 51,000 matters we would not be able to handle, as we currently do now. I mean, during the previous year, we handled over 731,000 matters. Mm. So going forward, 51,000, we'll just have to forego, and those people might not have representation. And of course, the courts, there will be deadlock, and uh, because we won't be there in each and every court like we're doing now at the district and regional courts, as well as the high courts. And, and what does this mean for the poorest of the poor who utilize your services? Does this mean that they'll then have to represent themselves? And do you ask yourself, how can they afford that? Because I mean, currently that is a difficulty. That's why we are there to carry out our mandate, which is a constitutional mandate, so that people might have access to justice. And that is our cry. You know, if, if at all we can plead with, uh, with our government and we are aware of uh, the challenges that it's facing, that uh, perhaps we shouldn't, it shouldn't be a, a one-size-fits-all approach, you know, that when there are budget cuts, they must be cut across all government organizations. I think we should be treated differently because of our pedigree in being a high-performance organization. And that was Legal Aid SA spokesperson Mfanafuti Shabangu speaking to uh, Sunrise with Maschabam Tolo earlier on. And then um, to find out why the budget was actually slashed, I spoke to Department of Justice and Correctional Services spokesperson Mukoni Rachitanga. It's not only the Legal Aid South Africa budget that's been cut. Uh, quite a number of entities are having to, so to speak, belt tighten which uh, also includes, uh, unfortunately, in some areas, budget cuts. And that is because, the, as you know, the economy is not doing as well as it should. And we are, we are in a, a period as a country which requires that some budget items may not necessarily be met at the present moment. If they were supposed to be met today, perhaps they will be met tomorrow or the day after. Having said that, though, if we look at the constitutional imperative, the constitutional obligation of uh, Legal Aid South Africa, and also the access to justice for poor and vulnerable through Legal Aid SA as a vehicle, are you not concerned about the impact it would have on that? No, surely, surely uh, uh, everybody in government, uh, and I'm sure uh, throughout society, is very concerned about the impact of this budget cut. And the, the general austerity measures under which uh, 
government has had to subject itself or is being subjected. So that's not the the issue at all. The point is that uh, these things do happen, unfortunately, when economies go through a difficult period. Uh, it would not only be the budget of, of uh, legal aid South Africa that would be affected. It would also the other constitutionally imperative uh, budget items as well. Uh, but having said that, I must also say that uh, everything possible is being done to, to ensure that we minimize the impact as far as we possibly can. So, so for instance, uh, one of the things that we are undertaking in the justice uh, sector is that we are... We have set up a committee between ourselves, the Department of Justice, uh, the National Prosecution Authority, Legal Aid South Africa, to streamline the, our work, make sure, investigate areas where we can, uh, where we can do uh, shared services, again, to ensure that we save as much as we possibly can. So we are deeply concerned. If we look at um, the commission that has just been established by Minister Masuta to look into uh, the charges uh, by lawyers, doesn't cutting the legal aid budget then work against what the minister is trying to achieve on the other side? No. It, uh, look, the point of departure is that there, there will be an impact of a negative kind to the service that we render, that there is no doubt, and, and uh, so we don't even want to pretend that they wouldn't, they, they, they won't be. But look, the way to look at uh, the panel that has been set by the minister to investigate legal fees is also to complement, uh, to, to ensure that uh, there is access to justice by ordinary people, that you don't end up with a situation where people who ultimately are able to access justice are those with money. Because uh, if we don't attend to this phenomenon, that is going to be the case. But the unfortunate because, uh, reality then, Mr. Rachitanga, is that that will be the net effect of cutting budgets to Legal Aid SA. Well, look, the, uh, Sakina, I agree. I, I did not... I'm not... Uh, I'm not for one moment pretending or, or seeking to project a view that there won't be any negative impact. There will be. But unfortunately, we work within a context of limited resources. And, and, and we are not only having uh, limited resources at the moment, uh, there, is, there is a negative economic uh, environment prevailing in the country. Uh, and and uh, we, we sympathize. Uh, and are doing uh, all we can to, to minimize the impact.